0: even when it's hard to find something to be thankful for, there always is. If you're in a bad situation and you can't think of any possible way that I can be thankful for something in this mess, think harder.
1: Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible
0: College in Mundelein, Illinois. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at In Grace. This is Pastor Jim Scudder, and today we're talking about the gift of thankfulness. How important is it that we are thankful people? Oh, it is so important. I think this is one of those things that God really desires of us. How do I know that? Because I love it when my kids are are thankful. I love it when my grandkids are thankful. And I know that our heavenly father really loves it when we are thankful because that's us humbling ourselves. When we thank someone, we're recognizing someone else, someone else's goodness, someone else's provision. And that's what we need to do here on Thanksgiving Day 2023. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful for all of our in Grace listeners. We're grateful that God has brought us together, that we can Study the Word of God together. And I absolutely love that. I'm thankful for my wonderful wife, Karen, my incredible family. I love all that God has done for me in our ministry and our church and being able to travel to make our television program in grace. And so I am a thankful person. And yesterday we started talking about to whom should we be thankful. And then I also started yesterday's message talking about the pilgrims. And as After three years, and today I'm going to talk about the hardships that they had. But in uh, three years after the arrival of the pilgrims in 1623, Governor Bradford declared thanksgiving. And he said, you know, on the Thursday, November 29th, 1623, and the third year since the pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock, they were to express their thanks to the Lord, even in the midst of terrible, terrible things that had happened. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're in Psalm 106, and we're going to talk about when should we be thankful, how do we prepare for Thanksgiving, why should we be thankful, and who should be thankful. All of these are so important, especially today on Thanksgiving Day. I'm also so excited because we have a special resource that I think will really help you as we think about All that God has done for us, even in the midst of hardship and even in the midst of trials, we could be thankful. The resource is a new book that I wrote called Healing Hurt, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. And this is my way of thanking you for being a faithful, in-grace Prayer supporter or financial supporter. When you give a gift of any amount, I'll thank you by sending you this new book, Healing Hurt How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. This is a personal book that I wrote about some pain that I've been through my wife, my daughter, losing our fathers, my daughter, uh, her marriage, having real issues and problems. And even COVID is in this book. So I would love to send this to you as my thank you for your generous support to In Grace. And right now we have a matching gift challenge going on. Everything you give to In Grace is going to be doubled. And I would love for you to get this. Call us at 1 800 78 Grace. 1-800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. Obviously, when you call us today, you're probably not going to get an operator, so leave a voicemail. But if you want to go anytime, day or night, to ingraceradio.com, click on Healing Hurt, and there you'll be able to order it and get this valuable resource given to you. Now, let's get to the message about the gift of thankfulness. There they were, giving thanks unto the Lord. And the Lord certainly deserved their thankfulness. So when should we be thankful? Well, Psalm 106, verse 3 says, Blessed are they that doeth righteousness, when? At all times. So we should thank the Lord, and we should thank him at all times. You know, the pilgrims that landed on Plymouth Rock 402 years ago, suffered greatly. The first winter, they dug seven times more graves for the dead as they built houses for the living. Half of their number died in the first year. A second ship that was coming to bring them food and resupply them only brought 35 more people and no food. Even in the midst of that, they still thanked God. And this recognition of God is one of the reasons America has been a great nation. How do we prepare for Thanksgiving? Well, you buy your turkey and you make sure it's thawed. And uh, we had a calendar appointment that said, uh, take the turkey out of the freezer. And uh, Boy, you don't want to forget that one, do you? You have a mess on your hands if you don't thaw that turkey. So it's now out of the freezer, in the refrigerator, thawing in order to be ready for Thanksgiving. No, that's not how we prepare for Thanksgiving. Psalm 106, verse 6, tells us how we prepare for Thanksgiving. And it suggests confession. And it, it suggests cleansing. We have sinned. With our fathers, we have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. And then we'll skip down to verse 37. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were they defiled with their own works and went a-whoring with their own inventions. It's really disgusting, isn't it? That they would be involved in sacrificing their children. You say, how could they do such a thing? Well, what have we done? What have we done as a nation? 60 million innocent pre-born babies Murdered. And still happening. Our nation needs to confess our sins. We've said it's okay for men to marry men and women to marry women. We've said it's okay for, for there to be sex outside of marriage. We've made sin something we laugh at in the evening TV shows. We've told little girls that they can be boys. We've allowed men to use the women's locker rooms. Where will it end? We need to confess as a nation, and we need to be forgiven and cleansed before we can truly be thankful. The Day of Atonement came before the Day of Ingathering, the Feast of Ingathering. And so, at this time of thankfulness, maybe we should stop and look at our own lives and confess to the Lord those things that are wrong. Number four, why should we be thankful? Well, it's it's right there in Psalm 106, 12. They believed they his words. Okay? So why should we be thankful? Because by being thankful, we show that we believe God. Okay? When we are thankful, we're saying, Lord, we believe you. We 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 agree with you, we we acknowledge you. We we are the ones that are dependent upon you. They sang his praise. There's a poem that I've read about every Thanksgiving message that I've done, and I want to read it again because I think it's perfect. And it's entitled Forgive Me When I Wine. Today on a bus, I saw a lovely woman with golden hair. I envied her. She seemed so happy, and how I wish I were so fair. When suddenly she rose to leave, I saw her hobble down the aisle. She had one foot and wore a crutch, but as she passed, a smile. Oh God, forgive me when I whine. I have two feet. The world is mine. And when I stopped to buy some sweets, the lad who served me had such charm. He seemed to radiate good cheer. His manner was so kind and warm. I said, It's nice to deal with you. Such courtesy I seldom find. He turned and said, Oh, thank you, ma'am. And then I saw that he was blind. Oh, God, forgive me when I whine. I have two eyes. The world is mine. Then when walking down the street, I saw a child with eyes of blue. He stood and watched the others play. It seemed he knew not what to do. I stopped a moment. Then I said, Why don't you join the others, dear? He looked ahead without a word, and then I knew that he could not hear. Oh, God, forgive me when I whine. I have two ears. The world is mine. With feet to take me where I'd go, with eyes to see the sunsets glow, with ears to hear what I would know, I am blessed indeed. The world is mine. Oh, God, forgive me when I whine. Do you have something to be thankful for? Every time you thank God for something, you are agreeing with him. You're believing him. And that's the point of thanksgiving. It's us recognizing the goodness of God. And even when it's hard to find something to be thankful for, there always is. There always is, and work harder at it. If you're in a bad situation and you can't think of any possible way that that I can be thankful for something in this mess, think harder. Ask God, say, God, I know that you can do something in the midst of this problem that I'm in. Allow me to see it and allow me to at least say, I believe that you can do something from this situation and good can come out of it. I believe that, therefore, I am thankful. Can we do that? Why should we be thankful? Because we show our faith. We believe his words. And then lastly, the fifth thing that we're going to see today that will help us see that thankfulness is a gift is who should be thankful. Now, hopefully this is an easy one for you. For in Psalm 106, 48, it says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting and let all the people say amen. All the people, praise ye the Lord. So who should be thankful? All the people. All the people. This is important. This is important. Not just on Thanksgiving, folks. Thank God all the time, every day. Remember the time when Jesus came upon 10 lepers and he healed them? And nine He never saw again, but one came back to him. Someone wrote what they imagined the nine would have said the reasons that they didn't come back to Jesus. One waited to see if the cure was real, one waited to see if it would last, one said he would see Jesus later, one decided that he never had leprosy, one said that he would have gotten well anyway. One gave the glory to the priests. One said, oh, well, Jesus really didn't do anything. One said, any rabbi could have done it. One said, I was already much improved. But of the nine, of the ten, one came back and said, thank you. It's that simple. Such simple, 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 two words, thank you. Many people have found out that life hurts. Why is this? And what can we do to heal from these hurtful experiences? Well, I've written a book called Healing Hurt, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. It's a book that comes from my personal experiences of family trials from COVID to the loss of my father, to the loss of my wife's father, to my daughter's marriage dissolving. But God helped Karen and I and our family through these hard times and helped us heal. And God can do the same for you. I'd love for you to get Healing Hurt today. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go
1: online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047.
0: You were probably trained by your parents to say thank you, and I hope you were. But it's something that we're very easy forgetting, and it's something that uh, we, we really uh, easily get out of the habit of doing that. Psalm 106 begins with giving thanks to God for all that he has done, and then it goes through a whole list of, of problems that Israel had. As they were brought out of Egypt, they were enslaved, they were beaten, it was a horrible, horrible life, and God spared them, and God brought them through the Red Sea, the depths of the sea, it says, where he made the underwater, which, believe me, if you've uh, done any uh, scuba diving or snorkeling, you know that's very wet ground, right? Underwater. It's understatement. He made that dry like a wilderness. They walked across The army came after them of Egypt. It collapsed upon the army, and they were born as a nation. Now they're a nation. God had brought them out of slavery and was going to be bringing them through the wilderness, providing for them and giving them this incredible land. And then they failed, and then they failed, and then they failed, and then they failed. And And, and some people are sadly anti-Semitic and that's never going to go away. It should. We should fight it. We should stand up for our Jewish friends. We should stand up for Israel. There's a blessing for that. But why did God pick the Jews? Is that because they were always going to obey? They were always going to show faith? They were always going to do the right thing? They were never going to go and start worshiping idols? Why did God pick the Jews? No, they failed as much as any people group in the history of the world. They failed. But God wanted to show that even through failure, even through our mistakes, even through our sin, he could uh, take our failures and make them into something wonderful. And when you go through Psalm 106, you're gonna see that God did this, the people did this, God did this. And eventually came the Messiah. Eventually came Jesus because of our Jewish friends. And and eventually came this wonderful uh, word of God to us. And God isn't done with Israel, by the way, nationally. He is going to continue to work with them in the future. We need to show love to our Jewish friends. Why is it that this continues to go on and it's actually increased in our nation by 15% lately? Why is it happening? Well, because God has taken a people and chosen them to be his earthly people and from them to bring us the scriptures and the Savior and the devil hates that. So what are we to do? We are to show friendship and and show encouragement and and we are to love them and support them. Is it because they they did right all the time? No, read Psalm 106. It's it's the same reason we don't do right all the time because we failed, we've sinned. The, The whole system of the Hebrew scriptures of the feasts and the sacrifices, none of that could ever take care of our sin problems. We're always gonna fail. That's why the Messiah came. We recognize him as Jesus, as Yeshua. He came, born of a virgin, as predicted, in Bethlehem, as predicted. He did miracles, as predicted. He died between two thieves on a cross, as predicted. Buried in a rich man's tomb, as predicted, and rose again, as predicted. He's alive. His name is Jesus, and he wants to save you from your sins. Now, you might have an issue in your life. You might be having something in your your life that you're like, I don't know how I can be thankful. Well, one of my favorite things, used to do. I don't do it anymore, but I would read the comics. Any of you like to read the comics in the newspaper? Um, We used to get a Sunday paper. Do they still do papers? Yeah, they do. And there was one, the the really, really good one was peanuts, right? So there was a uh, Thanksgiving day, and you can just imagine Snoopy on his doghouse smelling the wonderful aromas of the turkey and the sides And he's probably thinking, Thanksgiving Day, everybody's eating turkey on Thanksgiving Day. And as he's laying there in his doghouse, he's eagerly awaiting Charlie Brown to come out and give him some turkey. And Charlie Brown comes out with a bowl of dog food. And he looks at it, he says, how about that? Everybody is eating turkey today, but it's just because I'm a dog, I get dog food. Of course, it might have been worse, I could have been born a turkey. There's always something to be thankful for, friends. There's always something to be thankful for. And thankfulness is a gift. It will do so much for you. It it will help heal you. It It will get you out of despondency. It'll get you out of despair. It'll get you out of addiction. Because you're saying, I am thankful to a God who is good and a God who cares about me and a God who is going to help me. And I'm thankful Even in the most dire situation, you might be eating dog food on Thanksgiving, hopefully not, but if you are, say, Lord, at least I wasn't born a turkey. Do you know Jesus Christ, the Savior? Have you ever received by faith him? We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, Our sin separates us from him. He came and died on the cross, and he became sin on the cross. He took our sin on the cross. He was buried the third day. He rose again, and he says... If you will put your faith in me, if you will put your trust in me, you will not perish but have everlasting life. I tell you, before you can truly be thankful, you need to be cleansed. In order to be cleansed, you need to just say, Lord, I'm a sinner, I can't save myself, but I put my trust, my faith in Jesus. And when you've done that, the Son of God died, paid for your sins, and you put your trust in him, you are now in the hand of God. And if you had nothing else to be thankful for, wouldn't this be enough to be saved forever and ever, to be a child of God, to be loved of God? Maybe that should be first on your list of thanks to the Lord is your salvation. Maybe you haven't received him. Do it right now. Do it today. And I say amen to that. If you have never received by faith Jesus, do it today. Say, I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. But right now, I believe that Jesus died for my sins and rose again. And it's a simple matter of a decision of faith in Jesus that will save you. He will save you not just for right now, but forever. And I am so thankful for you. I'm thankful for this holiday. I'm thankful that we can stop and say thanks to the one true God, all the time, even in hard times, we can be thankful. And we need to pray Psalm 106. We need to go through that even today and remember all that God has done for us. Now, don't forget that In Grace has a brand new resource. I believe this will help you not just to be thankful, but will help you heal past difficult times and hurts in your life. As I've been a pastor, I've realized that a lot of people have gone through a lot of really hard things. And my heart breaks as I hear people's stories and and the things that have happened. Sometimes there are things that it's just because we messed up or we did something. Most of the time, though, it's just just things happen. We live in a sin-cursed world and we live in a world that there are bad things around. Not to say God is doing these things to us, but God certainly does allow even bad things. But when he does, it's for our good. It's for his greater glory. And I've learned that lesson. I wrote a book number of years ago, Why Life Hurts, and now I've written a follow-up book called Healing Hurt. This is brand new. It's just been released, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart, and I will share some personal things that have happened in my life, my wife's life, my daughter's life, and uh, losing my father, my wife losing her father, going through COVID, and just a number of things that have happened, kind of waves of trials, and how we were able to get through it, not just get through it, but grow and praise the Lord in the midst of these painful times. How can you heal from hurt? Well, this book will tell you how to do that. Healing Hurt. Now, right now, because of Thanksgiving, we don't have operators standing by, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the number in case you want to call tomorrow or you want to call now and leave a voicemail. 1-800-78-GRACE. 1-800-78-GRACE. Uh, we're going to thank those of you that make a gift of any amount to In Grace with the book Healing Hurt. If you'd like to go right now and order it, you can go to our website at ingraceradio.com. ingraceradio.com. Click on Healing Hurt, the book, and there you can make your gift of any amount and we'll send it to you again as our thank you for your gift. And by the way, let me just say thank you. Right now, for those of you that pray for in grace, that means so much to us. We're thankful for those that bring before the throne of grace the ministry of in grace. We are here because we want to reach the world with the clear, plain message of the gospel of salvation. Yeah, there's a lot of programs and politicians that have a lot of supposed answers, but the only answer is Jesus. The only answer is the gospel. And that's our vision. That's everything to us is the gospel. So if you believe in grace and you want to support it, your gift right now is going to be matched. We have a matching gift challenge going on right now. So if you give $10, $20, that's going to be doubled. And we would love to hear from you. Again, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. If you'd like to write to us, our mailing address is in Grace P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. On behalf of all of us here at InGrace, happy Thanksgiving. Many people have found out that life hurts. Why is this? And what can we do to heal from these hurtful experiences? Well, I've written a book called Healing Hurt, How Faith and Forgiveness Can Heal Any Heart. I'd love for you to get Healing Hurt today. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online,
1: ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow. As we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.